Wait, this nigga said he, he's refusing to do autographs. Who said who said they're not doing autographs? Kimbo, uh, CJ McCollum. CJ McCollum's not doing autographs. Who else is not doing autographs? Uh, Kemba Walker said he's he'll do them, but he will have his own mark. <laughs> you just should get everybody fucked up, man. <laughs> Wait a minute. Child, and I hope that bitch is buck wild. I hope she sit mascal. I hope she kissing your readers and black gals. I hope her mama's El Salve. I hope her papa stick around. Yeah. Take chains off. Take rings off. Bracelets and things. Big aches and pains. My jack ring off. Truth is too raw. It's a fish place. Yeah. Fela, the cool day. 150 of us on the big stage. How long it took a nigga just to get paid? And now I think I'm about to. Delay. Bongo. I'm in the lay with the shaker and bongo. I hit you take it without it was combo. That is my favorite part right here. Blade in the longo. Think of it out. Bitch, don't spill my psyche. You gon' make me kick you out this pot, man. You gon' have to kick it in the lobby. Damn, what? Don't somebody stop me. I'm too sloppy. Yeah. Trump's got enough child. Shout out to that nigga Edison Pocky. This shit's hot. I hope she sit my style. I hope she kissing your readers. Black girls. I hope her mama's El Salve. I hope her papa stick around. Yes, sir. The revolution will not be televised, but it will be streamed live in 1080p on your pea brain head and a face ass mobile device. All right, that's what we're going to drop. It. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, no, that's a good place to drop right there. It will be streamed live in your pea brain in the head ass mobile device. Uh, <laughs> welcome back, y'all. Um, yeah, episode four. Four. Is it four now? Yeah, four. We didn't do four when we were going to do four. Okay. <laughs> I got stuck up in family stuff. Yeah, I actually, uh, yeah, we'll get into that here in a little bit. So, uh, we're back on episode four, two regular guys a week. Uh, I'm CJ. I'm Chris. And we're just chilling. Smoking uh, weed. Smoking weed. And figuring out some shit to talk to you guys about today. So, you want to talk about the Tyson Fury fight? You got to go there first, huh? Yep, we're going to go right to it. Well, God, wrong damn we it. God damn it, I was really wrong. I don't even want to run back what, what I said. What did I say? I said... I said he was going to knock him out. I said Deontay Wilder was going to knock out Tyson Fury in how many rounds? You said early, like, like four. four. I think I said four, right? Yeah, yeah, it was fucking yeah, you, wrong. You called the right round. Was it four? <laughs> I thought it was seven. Was it? I thought it went. I don't know. I thought it went seven or something like that. Uh, but yeah, it was like after. I think it was after the third round. Uh, Deontay Wilder pretty much was. I mean, I think he was done for. Um, I didn't see, we didn't, you know, we didn't actually, I didn't, I didn't watch the fight live. Um, I did go back and watch, um, watch the whole fight. Uh, I think it was like Sunday morning. I don't remember, don't, don't give me it. So how, how I was able to do that. But, um, we, uh, yeah, no, I went back and I watched it and yeah, it was, it's kind of sad, man. It's kind of sad. Uh, so, uh, but, but one thing I did see, 
um, uh, recently is they Deontay Wilder is going to exercise his option for a trilogy match. It's scheduled for July. So it's already scheduled. We'll see if he is uh he's back up to the task. I, see, and this is this is the reason why I always say uh, we talk about this as fans and not as experts because <laughs> we're wrong as shit. We're fucking wrong as shit. Uh. But, you know, the thing was, is one thing I found interesting uh, that Tyson Fury said. And uh, because at first I was watching all of the pre-fight, you know, hoopla, Mm -hmm. because that's like a lot of times the most entertaining part of the whole thing, let's be honest. Um, And Tyson Fury was like, no, I'm going to I'm going to rush him. I'm going to run up on him. I'm going to, you know, like I'm like, dude, you just asking to get your ass knocked out. Yep. And uh, but, you know, this is why I say, you know, we're 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 not uh, we're not the pros here, you know, because as a professional, he said in that first fight, he noticed that after after Deontay Wilder dropped him in that last round, he got back up, you know, and he tried to continue. Well, he pushed forward fighting. And as he pushed on Deontay Wilder, he noticed at the end of that fight. Oh, yeah, it was seven rounds that he. uh he said he can't fight backing up. He said, I noticed that, that he cannot fight backing up when he was trying to back up as I was pressing him. He, you know, he was stumbling, you know, his footwork was off and things like that. And so that's he saw at the end of that fight uh, his, you know, the the spot where he figured he could be. I mean, Tyson Fury is huge, dude. He's like, what, six, two, seventy five, six, six, six seven, something. six, eight, something like that. Like, yeah, he's ridiculously big. Yeah. He's fat fit to steal from another show. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we were we were completely wrong. What did you what I mean? What did you what, what did you notice? And then Wilder looked like his legs weren't there. Something was wrong with his legs. Like you could see it in the early rounds. He just didn't. I don't know. It, like I said, though, in that other podcast, Vegas rarely loses. Vegas rarely loses. So. But you know what? Vegas had it going. How many rounds? 11. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, I, I was closer. I, if this were Price is Right, I would have won that showcase showdown. It would have what? If this, if this were the Price is Right, I would have won that showcase showdown. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, it's one of those It's one of those things that, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's just, it's weird. <laughs> So, uh, what I mean, what else has been going on, man? Uh, in the news, we've got no, just in general, just in general, yeah. Uh, been staying pretty high. I mean, that's that's kind of the point of the show. We just got back from Boise. <clears throat> we did. It's painful as usual. It's uh, it's changing. Now, actually, uh, we're going to get into that here in a little bit as well, talking about uh, cities just like Boise and, you know, how they're changing uh, and whether that's necessarily a good or a bad thing for that city and for the the people there. I think it really depends on the city and location and depends on a lot of factors, too. Like what works here doesn't work there necessarily. Right. Well, it's hard to it's hard to for any place uh, in the Western United States really to grow. Yeah. Uh, federal government seized up so much of the land out here, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so long ago. 
And uh, even when we we're on the way, we we may mention to uh, uh, when we were driving down to uh, to, to Idaho, uh, the the wildlife refuge uh, takeover that happened, you know, a couple of few years back here. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of that's kind of like what that was about. You know, that uh, when you when you looked at the uh, those that that father and son, the ones that, that went to jail. um mm-hmm from the start well the reason why they kind of went to jail was because they have this property that's theirs you know out there in that area mm-hmm. but almost everything on i think three sides of their property is all oh, federal God. land and yep. so it's like they're literally encompassed by the whole of you know federal land so anything they do on their land that happens to accidentally get over onto the federal government's mm-hmm. property uh such as when they were doing their controlled burns and things like that yeah. uh then the federal Control government Charge, yeah, ass. the federal government charged them with arson well, for for their fire getting they over. Started onto the arson. The 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 thing that the big fight about that that everyone leaves out is they started a fire to cover up all the illegal poaching that they were getting caught for, and they were there were federal investigators on the property, so they lit the place on fire in a lightning storm intentionally. Well, the uh, there was more than one instance where yeah. it, that they were charged though, yeah, uh, for for different fires. I mean, I'm, I don't know, and they're the, out now. Yeah, I mean, they're but uh, that's Trump them. that was that you just um, what my point is is what they're doing uh, out here with the amount of federal of of land that the federal government owns. It's hard oh, for yeah. any city to expand in any um, in any direction uh, because they're they're cut off by that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Boise is one of those places as well. Like I said we'll get into that here in just a minute. You want an alien OG butterscotch cookies or oh, alpha black lime smoked, razor? We smoked a lot of alien OG this weekend. We so let's go with the uh, caramel cheesecake. Oh no! I'm sorry, butterscotch cookies. You didn't even give me that as an option. Picking shit is not even an option. Yeah, we 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 did have two disco biscuits to start too, but we did. We, we did. Oh man! So you know, Terrible we're we're ever job. growing and ever evolving. Uh, you know, I think I think one thing we should do is is while we smoke. You know, some people at home may want to, or you know, they may want to smoke with us. Uh, so I figure we should start setting like a little bit of a yeah a tone or a vibe. You know, so uh, I didn't have it twisted. So let's see if we can play a little music or something while we while we smoke here. Yeah, you got. I don't know what I got. So is that the theme smoking thing? Uh, like actually, I'm really tame. feeling. I'm I'm really feeling this track right here. Well, we we started on some Anderson Box. Let's keep it there. All right. Did you bring your hemp wick later? Oh, it's right, Doc. But everyone wants love. Love is the answer, Johnny. Everyone's looking for love, love deep love, a lifetime of deep love. You know, I'm looking for a shallow half hour. You know. <laughs> Don't you have luck no, with I me? I never had luck with me. I'm no ladies' man. I know. <laughs> I never got girls when I was a kid in show business either, you know? Now, one girl told me, come on over. There's nobody home. I went over. There was nobody home. <laughs> Oh, my God. 
on some of that what's that butterscotch cookies yeah from Mother Magnolia Medicinal shout out to Mother Magnolia down in Eugene hold it down sweet trippy I'm yours for the getting talking foolish at the moon I was gone 1800 sipping I can't get rid of you All the places that I used to go and kick it All this weight that I'm lifting Trippy Come meet me in the middle Right there where you always be Somewhere in between You and I always be Come meet me in the middle Right all right, all right. We setting a vibe. Yeah, definitely. So keep that, keep that while we're while we're smoking and kind of on the sports team, should we talk about the NFL uh, changing their standards on uh, cannabis testing? Uh, yeah. Let's talk about that. Let's dig into that a little bit. What, what's what's the news? Uh, so players can no longer be suspended for usage, and instead of testing four months, you know, up to four months prior to training camp. Right. They can only test it two weeks prior. And then the nanograms goes from 35 to 150. So you can have that in your system at any time and not be punished. Uh, and then you'd pay a fine. Uh, of course, you know, players, have been, recently there's been players being caught with, you know, 157 pounds. Obviously, they're, that's not part of right part of it. Um, Shout out, Cole. <laughs> um, no, I, I think that's that's a great that's a great step forward. Uh, the is there's a lot of NFL players out there who have already been uh, who've lost their careers because of it uh, because of cannabis. You know, you know, most notably uh, Ricky Williams. Yep. Uh, so I think that when you're looking at something that's going to help these players. Uh, who are playing one of the most violent games on the planet uh, at the highest level um, to give them another alternative for pain management I think is great uh, something that is not going to continue to damage and harm them and something that can help heal recovery time exactly Some, something can definitely that's uh, natural Exactly. <laughs> so you know, what I mean, I'm digging. I'm digging that. You know, what I mean, cannabis use uh, during uh, is already. Yeah, I mean, the NBA has already kind of taken their steps towards uh, relaxing uh, on cannabis use. A long time ago. Exactly. That's what I said. So now it's, it's time for other other leagues to start. Uh, Baseball's moving that way too. Baseball did. Um, uh, another NBA decided uh, since the outbreak of coronavirus that fist bumps are a short-term recommendation instead of high-fiving each other uh, with fans. Maybe fist bumps. <coughs> okay. I gotta, I gotta say something. You motherfuckers is getting a little bit too too out of whack with this shit. And I'm, gonna, I'm gonna explain why in a minute, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> CJ McCollum tweeted over the weekend that uh, they need to take precautions that he was gonna take a break from signing autographs altogether. Uh, Kemba Walker said that uh, he's pretty sure he'll still sign some autographs, but maybe just walk around with his own marker. Okay, that's, that, I mean, I feel that. That's smart. Yeah, I definitely agree with it. I mean, you gotta do something. Definitely, definitely. All right, so uh, any of y'all who was feeling that track, you want to go look it up out there. Uh, that's called Trippy, uh, featuring J. Cole by Anderson Pac on the uh, Oxnard album. Uh, that whole album is just 
You can just put it on from song one and listen to the story. It's a no skipper. Yep. Straight up. No skipper. It is. All the way through. Uh, you know, that's how actually every one of his albums have been to me. Uh, I like this most recent one. Uh, I think that one's the uh, the Ventura album. Yeah. Man, that first track with yeah. Andre 3000. Oh, yeah. My oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> you knew he was bringing it as soon as that's the first my thing on the track. God. Andre 3000. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to check that out if you haven't. Uh, so yeah, what we got? What we got coming up next? Let's see. Um, let's jump actually right into that. You know, that's a really good segue. Uh, going from that, uh, let's talk about the the Corona, Corona and Limerus. Uh, that's what I'm calling it. It's Corona, Corona and Limerus. Um, so so it's, it's it's changing the way people like honestly. It's it's so I ride the bus to work every morning. Right, I take Ugh. public transportation. No, nah, don't start that. See, that's, that's that snobby Mercedes shit. Oh no, this is this is exactly why people give y'all the name that you get. We are kind of assholes. I, I have to agree, but <laughs> so um, uh, this morning, just in the Mercedes part. This morning, I noticed that. Uh, you know, when you ride the bus to work every morning, especially if you take it at the same time, mm-hmm. uh, you notice the people Patterns on that. I mean, exactly. You know what I mean? You know who's going to be on that bus for the usual crap. Yeah, exactly. Or at least at your stop. Yeah. Right. Uh, and so when I'm at my stop, usually there's about two to three other people there. And when I get on the bus, there's usually at least three to four other people already on the bus. This morning, I was the only person at the stop. Mm-hmm. And there was only one other person on the bus. Mm-hmm. Um, there was another guy that got on that usually gets off at the same stop as me. And I think one other lady at some point during the route. And that was it. We actually had the bus had the bus driver had to because he got he didn't have any people getting on or off the bus. So he got so far ahead of his schedule time that he actually had to stop. And give the uh, sit sit at a couple of those stops and allow time to continue to pass by, uh, so he wouldn't be so far ahead uh, on his route. So yeah, it, I mean it was, it was one of those things that I, I noticed immediately this morning. Okay, that was kind of odd. Uh, we always have a skeleton crew kind of at work uh, on Mondays, mm-hmm. and um, so you know walking into work and there was only you know four people there. Um, when I initially walk in, which, you know, that's usually a room full of people, you know, that kind of threw me off a little bit more. Um, but then I started to see, uh, less and less people <laughs> like than normal, right? Like for a normal Monday. So, um, I'm hoping that everybody's staying safe out there. Um, wash your hands. Wash your hands. Most important thing. Yeah, use hand sanitizer. Cover your mouth when you cough. Exactly. You know, all of the normal things. Use Kleenex to wipe your nose. Then wash your hands again. Yeah, all of that shit. When I came home today, um, before I get home. (laughs) So before I get home, I get a text message uh, from Tia saying, uh, when you get here, Uh as soon as you walk in, What's that? As soon as you walk in, go wash your hands, <laughs> and then there's a rag on the on the washer because I got to pass the washer to go into the bathroom, and so there's a rag on the on the washer. Use that to wipe the doorknob off. <laughs> she like you keep that Corona shit out my house. I don't even drink Coronas. Uh, <laughs> oh no 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 no! What do you think about Trump's response to this shit? 
No, we're not doing a four-hour podcast. No, I want to know what you think. <laughs> I mean, not four hours, but <laughs> what do you think about Trump's response so far? It's terrible. It's, no, it's, this isn't how a president reacts. This is not how a president should react. This is not how a government should react to something like this. Do you think that all of those little lies that he's told throughout his president or throughout his public life? um, (laughs) Do you think those make it harder for people to trust him right now? I don't see how anybody trusts that puke. You don't think I mean, there's somebody as hard as it may seem. There is a perspective that in, in this country that looks favorably, favorably upon him. Uh, you can't discount that, right? You can no, all, but I can't look past them looking past racism either. To no, no, I get that. That's all of that is included, oh, yeah. right? No, no, I'm not. Yeah, no. What I'm saying is, is like there is a perspective in this country that looks upon him favorably. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, there was about six. Do you think? People that voted for do him. you think? Yeah, exactly. Do you think though, those people right now? Are listening to him and saying, I still 100 percent believe in him or even let's turn let's turn it up a little bit of uh, just a little bit more. Do you think his supporters in Washington, the only state so far that's had confirmed deaths from coronavirus, do you think his supporters in Washington still trust him right now? Yes. Why? Because, like he said, I could walk out on Fifth Avenue, kill a guy. And get away with it. Well, now he's killed two guys. Six. How many? Uh, the total death toll in Washington state is six. That was two. Yeah, that was yesterday. Oh, shit. Four more people died this afternoon. Oh, they, my God. They, 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 So five so, people died. No, okay, now, let's get some TV. context to this. Let's get some context to this. Are these all the people from that same nursing home? Four of them were. So four people from one nursing home. Yes. Okay. So that is part of the elderly and immunocompromised. Um, Correct. Yes. Okay. Do they know how many people in that nursing home have coronavirus? No, they've tested hundreds. Like there's because there's a lot of them. There's a lot of people that are there. Right. There's also 200 and some staff. That's crazy. Um, There was also the uh, Wild Horse Casino. There in uh, Pendleton, mm-hmm. they shut down all operations due to coronavirus because one of their employees is infected. And that's the place you tried to have a stop on the way down here, too, I might say. I would always stop there. At any given chance, I would stop there. Yeah, see, you was trying to go gambling. You almost, and you almost end up catching me to corona. I know, but yeah, no, it was a crazy trip. So we passed Ontario Yeah, but yesterday. not coronavirus crazy. But we passed Ontario yesterday. There was a murder at a dispensary. Okay, let's not, let's, let's not do that. Let's not then go there. we come through Pendleton and they close the fucking casino down. <sighs> Corona. Yeah, see, it's crazy. What the fuck, man? It's weird. What is this shit? It's human coronavirus. We did. We talked about it a few times. Um, <laughs> it's like we beat this fucker to death. Right. Um, it's... The, the cold, but it, it's a upper respiratory infection, um, and it's there's different strains, and this is a new one that we've never seen. So is it like an indica, sativa, or a hybrid strain? It's like a hybrid. Okay, it's like a SARS meets the cold meets MERS, I guess. What is MERS? 
the European like SARS. Oh, they get their own shit. Yeah, we're white people. We get our own shit. Like I get my white people disease. So is it like come? Is it like SARS but with less or, seasoning? Uh, not European. It's a uh, Middle East. Sorry, it's the <laughs> Middle East respiratory syndrome. I'm just saying. The, not the European. The Middle East does. Um, it's like that. Fair enough. So, um, speaking of you know people dropping like flies. Uh, we lost three more Democratic presidential candidates. Another one bites the dust. Uh, seems so far that uh, in the time since South Carolina primary this past weekend, uh, up until now, uh, being Monday, mm-hmm. uh, we lost Pete Buttigieg. Uh, Amy Klobuchar has just ended her campaign, mm-hmm. and billionaire uh, Tom Steyer has also dropped out. Yeah, that's a damn shame. Bloomberg didn't follow and Biden. I found out something recently, though. I thought she was out of it. I get Tulsi Gabbard has not suspended her campaign. I thought she did. If well, maybe okay. I'm, that's an assumption, and the reason I say that is because I was looking at the results the other day, and she was still getting votes. Yeah, I did hear that she was getting votes, and I thought that she was suspended too. I thought she'd quit. So yeah, we we need to check in on that. Hold on. I'm looking right now. Because she's she's a really viable candidate that's um, I mean, I would say she's like she's she's halfway between a Bernie and a Hillary without all the corruption. She's she's the anti-Trump. I mean, she's you know what I mean? She's the polar opposite of Trump. Yeah, she's got, I mean, she's got a really good um, service record uh, in service to her country. She hasn't dropped out. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Like, she's still there. I can't find anything that she has, and they're saying she needs to, but. And with all all these people dropping out, I mean, this may be a time for her to make a really strong push. She could. She really could. And, and, and at I the think, end of the day, at the end of the day, if she does not even, you know, come close to even having a thought of a chance at the yeah. nomination, um, she could galvanize a lot of people for Bernie. She could. Um, she could galvanize for any candidate at this point. Right. So, yeah, that's, that's one of those interesting things I just figured out the other day. Like, oh, OK, she's still in. She's still in the thing. She's still kicking. That's crazy. Yeah, that's- I like her. And uh, she is. She's decent. Yeah, she's still she's still still hanging around there. Huh. Didn't even not know that. That's crazy. (laughs) Like, I thought, well, she hasn't she hasn't even been on the debates or anything. So. Where'd she go? Well, she hasn't qualified for the debates. So why even keep it going? Why keep keep gaining money and getting voters behind you? Like, make your push. I mean, for the same reason why a Pete Buttigieg probably stayed in as long as he did. 
Uh, he really was able to Thought make a name chance. for himself. Well, no, I don't think I don't think Pete Buttigieg ever thought he had a chance. And even if he thought he had a chance, I don't think he ever did have a chance. Oh, yeah. Uh, because, you know, we as we're seeing right now with the way the Democratic uh, Party is acting and the way that the uh, the heads of the Democratic National Committee uh, seem to be starting to move uh, with some delegates as well, uh, the way they're starting to talk are going to do everything they can to make sure that it's not Bernie Sanders that ends up with the nomination. Um, and so I think that a lot of these uh, candidates who are all of a sudden starting to drop out are doing so at the call of the Democratic Party. I think they probably meant to leave them in longer. But, you know, outside of Tom Steyer, uh, I do believe that well, actually Tom Steyer as well, because I can't discount that he wasn't in cahoots, even though he was a billionaire paying for his own election, that he wasn't in cahoots with the Democratic Party uh, to be that other side, the balance to Donald Trump, the billionaire self-funding Democrat. Right. Mm-hmm. And well, when we got Bloomberg, then you know, well, you don't have a use for Steyer anymore. Right. <laughs> so that's. um but I think Amy Klobuchar and Pete Buttigieg were both put in by the Democratic Party to be pulled out at a later date. And the reason I say all of that is that they start to consolidate that centrist uh, uh, that centrist vote uh, to deliver to a Joe Biden or a Michael Bloomberg. Beto endorsed Biden now. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, Beto, Beto wants to he wants to continue moving up in the party, the Mm -hmm. party, the party right now wants Biden. Mm -hmm. That's who they want. Right. That's that's option number one. Option number two is Bloomberg. Mm -hmm. Um, So Trump 2.0 or Trump 2.0. Well, Hillary 2.0 or Trump 2.0. Oh, yes. Uh, that's why I've said that all along that Biden is just Hillary 2.0 uh, billionaires Trump to uh, or uh, Bloomberg is Trump 2.0 uh, from the Democrat side. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, it's it's that's the way politics works. And that's why, I you know, I mean, I like to talk political, but I don't really because I can't get into the whole left, right, it's, you know, yeah. force, force duality much for politics. Like you can do a whole thing. Georgia just announced two people tested positive for Corona. Oh, man, that shit's here. It's everywhere. Oh, yeah. And there's only seven. Y'all might. Look, look, I'm telling y'all right now. Y'all might as well get used to coronavirus. The shit is here. You can spend all your damn money trying to figure out how I'm going to hunker myself down or how I'm going to take care of. But this is all fear porn, man. Everybody, every all this shit that they keep putting out here is fear porn. Mm -hmm. We are. We want to clear the shelves because guess what? If everybody starts staying home then food starts to spoil on those grocery shelves. There's a, huh? there was a, um, what's it called? Um, smoke. There was a uh, <clears throat> five years ago, almost exactly, we were discussing Ebola and it popped up in my memories yesterday where I'd tag you since you've deleted, uh, since you've deleted Facebook, you're not really tagged anymore. <laughs> and it was the we should make I survived Ebola shirts. 
right before they get before it becomes a big ticket item do you know how much money we would have made off that now we need to get some i survived the coronavirus shirts printed i survived the corona hey we gotta we, you you do you go put the hammock and the lime on her oh yeah we can do whatever we want <laughs> like just totally rip off the uh the corona uh logo we'll put like a face mask over it like a surgical mask right Somebody so landed be laying like in a, a hammock with a. Uh, it looked like a censored strip. No, you landed in a hammock. Lime on it. You landed in a hammock with a, like a with a with a full hazmat suit on. <laughs> <laughs> landed in a hammock on a beach, <laughs> drinking a Corona <laughs> with a full on hazmat suit. <laughs> oh man, we got here some uh, Alpha Black Lime Reserve, also from uh, Mother Magnolias. Uh. We're just going to push through with this one. Um, speaking of, so we got to see uh, got to see uh, the other side of Boise uh, this 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 time around, I guess. Uh, the newer side of Boise. Uh, yeah, that was an experience. Did you go downtown at all? No, I didn't. You didn't make it down there? No, I didn't. Uh, so after Clay, Clay had a, a soccer scrimmage down at uh, M. Morrison Park. Yeah. And so after after that was over, I just jetted all over to uh, just downtown. Just so I could walk around for a second, you know, kind of see it. And I went through that uh, that area where the the jump center. Yeah. Oh, oh I've been there. That's that, cool. Shit. Yeah, that's cool as shit. I like yeah. that. That's, that thing's amazing. That is, that is one thing. Like, it's cool as shit in Boise. Like, so, seriously. Okay. Do you know what that thing, what is it? It's a parking garage, basically. And you can slide down that big ass slide to get down. No, I mean, really, what is it? Well, it's a fucking six story building that they need the jump center. What else do you think they want you to do? I don't know. They the want fuck? you to jump off that. What goes on there? What was, the, what was the point of making it? I don't know. Um, when they, uh, I remember when they first were getting ready to open it, they had to delay it because somebody peed down it. This big slide. They were going to open it to the public. Somebody went and pissed down it. <laughs> Wait, somebody pissed down the slide? Yeah. Yeah. Right down the, the slide. So they had to go through and people can't have anything. <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> <coughs> but no, that was great. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Shout out Method Man. Happy 49th birthday. 49. Yeah. Damn. Oops. Straight up 49 years old, man. It's great. Still doing what you're doing, man. Shout out Method Man. Happy birthday. Shout out Mike Capes for getting married this weekend. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Mike Capes for that. That uh, that's, that's, that's some beautiful news there. I think how long him and his, him and his fiance or Nas' wife uh, they've been together for quite quite a while, haven't they? I I don't really know. I just remember. I don't think we ever did a personal interview. Like we just did. Uh, we kept it music and yeah, we did. We uh, I don't like getting personal with artists unless they bring it up. True that. The uh, you know the uh, the effect that a lot of these smaller cities are like Boise are starting to have. 
from, you know, whether it be people from moving in outside investment, moving in from another area, uh, from another state or uh, whatever the case may be. One thing I did notice uh, was it seems like down there in Boise, we saw a lot of those new office buildings being built up that had something one way or another to do with some type of call uh, center type shit. Well, it was a call center, but it was it was it was like a lot of tech inspired things. So if yeah. it was a call center, it was a call center for a tech company, mm-hmm. um, you know, what I mean, or some type of a tech company itself. Uh, so, you know, that does have like a little bit of an influence on how the local economy starts to flourish. We saw a lot of new shit that was built up. You know, it's crazy. The the I was looking at property there with my mom and. Their wages there suck. They do. Their houses are more than they are here now. Or at least the same price. It was crazy. I can get more house here for the same price than I can the, in Boise. I was talking I talked to a couple of people about that as well. They say uh, uh, a friend of mine um, was saying that they have a uh, there's a two bedroom two bedroom house, and I think they were paying like. Uh, Twelve, thirteen hundred dollars, something like that, a month for it. Um, but the difference is, their minimum wage there is still only like seven dollars and fifty or seven dollars. Yeah, federal minimum, yeah. seven fifty or seven twenty-five, whatever that is. Yeah, whatever, whatever the federal minimum <laughs> wage is. So uh, the the wage gap different. The wage gap difference is way bigger. So twelve hundred dollars goes a lot further here than it does there, mm-hmm. and that's crazy. It's I I was I was blown, just blown away by the prices there. It was crazy. But the thing is, is what we did see is a lot of um, a lot of uh, apartment buildings being built out there. So I wonder if it's like just an influx of people Uh-oh. and not enough. Uh, those motherfuckers. I looked at those apartments. They're like one to two bedrooms, starting at seventeen fifty to twenty five hundred over there. That's what. One thousand seven hundred and fifty to two thousand five hundred a month for a one to two bedroom. That's nutty. It's nuts. All right, six dead, twelve others infected in Corona from coronavirus in Washington State. Um, they issued an emergency declaration in sort of the response to the outbreak. So what if what if like coronavirus kills people and then six months later they come back to life? Shut the hell up. No, I'm serious. Like, not like as a zombie. I'm not saying that coronavirus is like the start of the zombie apocalypse. No, I mean like let's say like it it just basically puts them into a sleep so so deep. Uh-huh. We thought they were dead. We thought they were dead. Burying them. What about the ones that That'd got cremated? So- Ooh. They feel it? We fucked up. Uh-oh. Maybe we should let these people just sit for a while. Like, how do we how do we get to the point of is how do we get to the point of all of the whole like the whole world being infected? Like, is it is that possible? No, because the rich people wouldn't get it. I mean, no, it's yeah, they would. 
the rich people would be the first ones to get it. Who's got the ability to travel abroad like that? Poor people are not traveling to uh, the far corners of Europe. No. Or Asia. No. But they're going to spread it because they're not going to die from it. You know what I mean? Like the first, the, the, you see, you see the people who got it the, the, the quickest and the fastest are people who do a lot of travel back and forth between each other's countries. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, we have it a lot worse, I think, right now than we know. There's no way anybody's, everybody's being honest. I mean, of course not. You know, because you don't want to start. You don't want to start panic. No, you don't want to start the pandemic. That you don't want to start financial markets just crashing. Which I mean, it's already happening. It actually uh, kind of rebounded quite a bit today. Here, well, yeah, because everybody got their, their their golden parachutes out. It. What was today's gain? We don't. Today was like gain was like twelve hundred. Good. We don't understand what this is going to do to us yet, as a people. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, we don't know if it's going to go global. We don't know if it's going to stay local. We don't know any of that. Mm-mm. What we do know <laughs> is right now we're being led through the dark. By a blind motherfucker with no stick. <laughs> and I'm going to leave it at that. I don't want to talk about no Corona no more. No. Unless you got a line with it, I don't want to talk about no motherfucking Coronas. Yeah, I'm good. So, uh, being down in Boise this weekend, we both got to see our kids mm-hmm. or uh, parts of our kids. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got to see my youngest son. Uh, and I got to see yours mm-hmm. uh, and your. Well, your second oldest. Mm-hmm. Um, it was weird, man. It was my first time I'd ever been in the car with my son driving, my youngest son. That was weird. That is the weirdest experience when your kid's driving you. Right? It, it, it is. Um, does and so, I get all nervous when you're, when he's driving you? I don't. No, does he get nervous driving you? No, he doesn't. He Actually, I wanted to slap him in the back of his damn head because I caught him looking at his phone a couple times. Ooh. We don't do that here. Right? It's like you just just learn how to ride a motorcycle. Now you're trying to do it with no hands. What is this? Fuck my life? <laughs> right? Like, fuck all our lives. Like, pull over. Let me out. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, he's lucky we're 8 a.m. on, you know, downtown on the side streets of, you know, downtown oh, yeah. Boise. So, you know, it's not any traffic at all. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things I, I, I imagine it was probably... Uh, it may have been more nerve wracking for him than it was for me. I'll say that. Yeah. I was actually kind of, I, I pulled out the phone and started recording. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's some straight up dad shit to do these days. <laughs> um, But yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. And uh, we uh, went to go check him out and, you know, playing some soccer. It's, it's fun seeing your kids grow up. You know, it is uh, especially, you know, if you, you know, if you're in a situation like me where, you know, your kid is a little bit further away, away from you, you don't get to see him as often. So when you do yeah. see him, it's like these big leaps and bounds. Um, mm-hmm. And I've enjoyed watching that. You know, I've enjoyed seeing him uh, 
develop into, you know, whoever the person that he's eventually going to be is or whoever he is. Um, so, yeah, he's 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 a uh, he's a pretty gifted athlete out there on the field. Um, just as long as he just keeps working at it. So pretty proud of. Him. How about uh, so uh, your your second oldest and now he's he's driving as well. Isn't he? Oh, yeah. He's been driving for a couple of years now. He's 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 a pretty safe driver. It's Austin though. He gets nervous as shit when I'm in his car and he gets all nervous and like tenses up like an old man, like he's taking the driving test for the first time. Really? Mm-hmm. It's funny. He doesn't know why he's it's he's like, I'm fine. Anybody else gets in the car. You get in the car, he's like, I just tense up and I get nervous and I have to drive like you're a driving instructor. It's like, well, you're going to get us killed one of these fucking days. Now drive, drive like a real fucking Portlander. Come on. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's going to, I guess he's going to have his, his time that, uh, you know, he gets comfortable behind the wheel, <laughs> no matter who's in the car. But yeah, I mean, it can't kind of suck having your parents in the car. Yeah. You feel like you're constantly being judged. Yeah, I don't care. So when my mom's in the car, skirt, skirt, and my blinkers on, I'm coming over too. <laughs> You're too close to the guy in front of you. So uh, my son did actually. He had his little girlfriend. Well, you know, in the I won't say a little. That's that's kind of demeaning. That's kind of demeaning. That is very that demeaning. Was, I'm I'm so sorry. Okay, uh, edit that part out. No, we're not. We're not gonna. We're just gonna show that we sometimes make mistakes and we correct ourselves. Um, but he had his his, his young lady friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the car with him, and he was he was about to make her get in the back seat, <laughs> which I I kind of saw as I was like, you know, okay, I get it. You know, I wish he could see this thumbs up right now. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I kind of see it, you know, where where he was where he was coming from, you know. But I'm like, yo, don't make that mistake, bro. Yeah, like your, your dad's gonna help you out there. I'm not gonna, <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you, yeah, alley oop it, son. Don't break. <laughs> oh, so you know, I, I didn't want to, um, I didn't want to put him in an awkward spot. So I was like, no, I'll stay in the front. Uh, um, plus, I wanted to record driving anyway, which has been a lot, lot more awkward from the passenger seat. That way, you could record him side eyeing her and her side eyeing him at the same time. Oh no, he thought he was cool. He might listen to this later. Shout out, shout, shout out to my son. Shout yeah. out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what else, man? I'm high as shit. How, how how are you? We we can always go higher. Speaking of which, that leads me to my next point. What is so right now currently? What's some of your favorite strains and or products in the cannabis industry? I just stick to flower mostly. Okay. Um, they haven't had a good blue dream lately, and it's been upsetting me. Why? Because it's my favorite strain. And I, I still get a little paranoia no matter what I smoke. Um, but Blue Dream's the only one that doesn't. I never have any paranoia at all. Um, I think it may be because everybody was growing Blue Dream for so long. And there was so much of it out there that everybody kind of moved on from it at the same time. It. Yep. They screwed up the genetics on it. Some people did. I think everybody, I think everybody just moved on from it at yeah. the same time. Um, there was some, you guys were actually carrying it, um, like two months ago, right around Christmas. Not good. Even, uh, certain fellow people that worked there were 
where like now I wouldn't even buy it. It was like not top tier, but the tier below. I mean, yeah, sometimes, you know, people just, you know, listen to your bud tenders. Yeah. You know, do, do if they tell you don't do buy that, them, buy yeah. this. There's a reason. It shouldn't tell you not to buy it, though. No, but if they say, you know, maybe you'd like this better than this because this one's not hitting like it used to. Right. They like, and your bartenders know you like your bartenders know you like your fucking doctors know you. They get, yeah. I mean, that's that's true. I get you that. Um, Because I didn't know how some people were and I didn't know what some people's standards were. I didn't know what to show people and what not to show people. Um, so I'll give you that, but if like, if it's me, <laughs> oh shit, if it's me, then I say, um, you want, you know, if you want that, you're asking for that. I'm going to show it to you and I'm not going to say anything. And nope. if you say, cool, I'll take it. Cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dope. If you like, eh, I don't like that one. Yeah, I got you. I feel you. You can always tell. And I'm just keeping moving. Though. Yeah, let's figure let's figure something else out. You know what I mean? I yeah. just try. I try my hardest not to ever disparage someone's product, no matter how you know how much I do or don't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, we forgot to talk about Kevin's uh, topic. He sent. Oh, what's Kevin? He said, "Is it okay to have a double standard with your children?" Meaning, and he said, like. So I had to ask, you know, like what what type of double stand are you talking? About? <coughs> so he says, uh, like he'll let his son stay out, but he doesn't let his daughter stay out late, and he does he lets his son spend the night at people's houses, but he won't let his daughter spend the night at people's houses. Well, I mean, no, I'm gonna say no. It's not cool to have a double standard, right? Um, I agree with him. I get you. And I get why you would. <laughs> I 100% get why you would. Because there's boys like me in the world. Right. <laughs> I get that. Um, the thing is, is like you, if you shelter one and you let the other one go, you're going to end up getting the opposite effect, I believe, more times than not. And oh, the, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, because if you, if you, if you shelter one child, and especially if one sees the other one getting to do it, mm-hmm. guess what they're going to do behind your back? And it's going to be way more extreme. It's going to be way more wild and out because it's also going to be, it's going to be that with a hint of rebellion on top of it. So I say you either let both of them do it or none of them do it. I'm I'm pretty free with my daughter. Um, my sons, though, I'm harder on them because I think they need to learn a certain realm of respect because you're male. And but I also teach her the same thing that you need to look out for guys like this that need to be doing this way, but you need to act this way too, or. Vice versa for other people to look out for, like women to women or whatever. Yeah, I get that. But I think she kind of expects the double standard to happen. But I think she's surprised when it's not as severe as as most people think. Yeah. I mean, but I don't know. (laughs) 
It's different. Yeah, it, it is. It's going to be different. Depending on whether you got boys, whether you got girls, whether you got both. Mm-hmm. It's going to be different, definitely. What else we got there? Alien OG and another Disco Biscuits. Disco Biscuits. Fired up. Double standards. Oh, no. Like, seriously, y'all gonna have to... Let's think about this for a second. I mean, honestly, let's, let's really think of... Let's really, really think on this for a second, but let's set the mood one more time. Um... Right now, we got some... My my biggest thing, like... Disco Biscuits from Meraki Garden. Shout out to Meraki Garden. This is going to sound messed up, but your son comes home and he tells you somebody's pregnant. It's a big difference when your daughter comes home and says she's pregnant. No, it's not. Oh, yeah, it is. I disagree. It's not, but it is. I disagree. <sighs> but uh, I'm going to tell Virgil right brick on my brick. How about that? Huh? Ah. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. I've been shot making salat. Been taking three flavors. Shoot the nigga now. We speak later. Whitney got the Mac with me, hit behind the wall hall. Dip the bird door, shut up the whole store. Cherry 57 in the back, learn the lessons. Cracking, drying, it be ready in a second. 40 chains off, halo. I'm a god nigga, fear a god, jog a rocket nigga. I don't even jog, hanging out the wagon, sunroof. Pick the nigga off. With the chill bezel All my phones ready Make me feel special Banana pill AK I'm looking real extra With the top keys I'm on the green Teslas So first you right Brick on my brick on my brick Right brick on my brick so Virgil White, brick on my brick. Ayo, a Mary's filled with cash. I'm in the fashion district. Shoot your mama house full of half a picket. All my niggas dealing on my Shout out to uh, Griselda. That's uh, that Dr. Birds. Off that WWCD. AKA, what was she gonna do? Tell Virgil right brick on my brain. Tell Virgil right brick on my brain. He ain't even flinch. Caught the body. But no, double standards. All right, so. What would you say if you had your your son and your daughter, same age, both of them driving, got vehicles, right? But they still living at home. So both of them still have a curfew, right? Is there a curfew the same? No, for me, no. What's your What's your daughter's curfew? Right now? No, I'm saying at that time, what's your daughter's curfew? What's a reasonable curfew? It depends. It depends on grades. It depends on how Same thing with the boy, though. All right. 
Assuming grades are decent. We just pulling up and somebody gonna see it. Grades are decent, maintaining their their responsibilities. Right. Every time Griselda drops, eleven o'clock. I can't cocaine users. Hers is eleven o'clock. What's his? Eleven o'clock. We got gold plated. Which said there'd be different. No, I said in certain cases there'd be double standards. Okay. No, I said that they'd be the same. Gotcha. Curfew would be the same. All right, so your son comes home and says, I'm more willing to let my son go spend the night somewhere than I No, no, I'm going to flip this shit on you. Your son comes home and says he's gay. Mm-hmm. Your daughter comes home mm-hmm. says she's gay. So. Which one of those hurts a little more? Neither. You don't think so? Um, well, probably it, it would probably be my daughter because, like, as a, you know, she's my only girl. I've pictured her, you know, like, you know, you're every dad. It's, you give your daughter away. I mean, you know, you still you know, you still shit. be able to do all that. No, right? but like, no, no. Let's 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 like, keep it one hundred because we yeah, we are no, we are you know, we're, no, we're talking one specific no, hold on, hold on, part. Hold on, hold on, no, no, we're 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 one hundred percent progressive here. So not don't get us wrong. Like we're saying that uh, no, I'm saying being gay is a bad thing. What I'm talking about is strictly from a because we said it. We always look at it from the perspective of what if my son went out and got somebody pregnant versus you just said it a minute ago. What if my son went out and got somebody pregnant? That's different. Or what if my daughter came home pregnant, right? Those are two different things for two different, totally and different my, reasons, right? My son's so let's flip places. that around then and let's let's say that they both came home and said, Hey, I'm with the other sex and I don't ever want to have kids. That wouldn't bother me. It would, I think it would be different when, because I have three boys and one girl, like I've always pictured the normal dad shit. You send her off to college. She does as her, starts her career, finds somebody and they have kids together. Right. But you still get all that. Yeah. You can still get all of it, but you can still get the same thing. If your son goes gay, like I just don't think either one would hurt. I, I just, no, it I'm talking about different if which one of them hurts a little bit more as far as the one that's not going to be bringing home a kid to you. A grandkid. No, it really wouldn't hurt me if any of my kids didn't. Because they can always adopt kids. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but it don't hit the same. <laughs> We're going to be honest here, right? It don't hit the same. People don't people don't tend to gravitate towards that. Like other, like yeah. you know, what I mean, if somebody had a baby. Well, I mean, technically, the only one that can people truly, are assholes like that. The too. only one of my kids that can truly make the decision to have a child is my daughter. So, True. I mean, it's technically it's up to her. Look at you being all woke and shit. I mean, so my sons can't really make that decision. They can make that decision with someone, mm-hmm. with someone else. Yeah. Um. And that's what I'm getting at. What I'm getting at is, is like, what are the things about, what are the double standards about our kids um, that really, really hurt us more than them or I, that I we use the, to keep ourselves from being hurt by them? 
I think we're more let's, comfortable. Let's get into with, that. Let's pod. Let's pod for a little bit. Hold I on. Think, I think we're more comfortable with, um, I think parents are more comfortable with their daughters expressing themselves rather than their sons. Uh, you think I, more parents are comfortable with their daughters expressing themselves than their sons? Mm-hmm. Why, why is it that? I, I think that we've held, because um, the male masculinity, it's, I mean, that's how we're in society already. Like, then we have the, this kind of weird generation that's like, this is why I believe in alternate universes going at the same time. Because, <laughs> okay, how we get here? Because there's like, okay, there's our generation. We were like raised with NWA, gangster rap, you know, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, shit like that, right? right? So we are, we have these, we've defined these roles in society for males, females, children, adults, right? But then there's this other alter same aged people as us that are like the polar opposite. They like let their kids do whatever the fuck they want to do. And dude, that's not, that's not an alternative universe. That's the difference between black and white households. Mm. Yeah. That's not an alternate <laughs> universe. <laughs> this is why I understand what rebellion is, right? Because there's a difference. You would think by seeing a lot of young black teens out and about in the in society without their parents, just in a group of themselves, mm-hmm. they out there acting crazy, right? That's the right. shit that, that intimidates people, right? Right. You know why they do that? Why? One is a defense mechanism. Because they understand that it makes white people uncomfortable. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Kind of. Kind of. No, but it is because that is the opposite of who they are at home. Mm-hmm. They are expressing themselves um, because at home it is put into you because your parents understand how society is going to look at you and view you that they try to teach you these certain things in the home. See, when you you go to almost any black household, mm-hmm. when you walk in, those children are saying, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, to their parents. They are doing chores without being told. They are, um, I'm, and not everywhere, I'm not saying everywhere, but everywhere who has who has a loving parent in a black household. Let me say that. Mm-hmm. Or even, not, not even, a, it doesn't even have to be a loving parent, I guess it's so, because some, some is just a strict one. Uh, it's, it could be a uh, a foster parent, right, mm-hmm. who understands these same tenets about society. Um, so with that being said, now, on the flip side of it, you would think that we all raise our kids the same. We don't. Oh no! There's a lot more freedom I've noticed for kids in white households typically than there ever was. That's why black kids look around like, "What the fuck? We can get away with <laughs> shit like this." Listen, you hear what the fuck he just said to her? 
I'm gonna try that shit next time. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see what she say. See, and that's another reason why young black kids gotta watch out hanging with their white friends. You can't always go back and do at home what you see your white friends do at home. You would get buried. <laughs> so don't do that shit. Uh, <laughs> but no, there is a difference. I've seen it personally myself. Yeah. I grew up in a black household with two parents. Um, and yeah, it was it was a thing about, you know, always about respect. Like, yeah, we had fun and we ran around doing stuff. But when your mama told you to sit your whole ass down because you kept running around the house about to break something, you listened. You stopped right then and there or you went outside. <laughs> You know I mean you did something else. There was no continuing to do it. There was no rebellion. I, that was how it was. Yeah, you know I mean, it, yeah, is that's just the way it was. I mean, like I was raised going into any like business or anything. It was you, sir, ma'am, no matter how old, you know, young, and right. That's like you say, sir, or ma'am, to anybody anymore, and it, they're completely offended. Right. I'm sorry. That's. How I was raised, like, so I don't even do it anymore. And I think society made me bigger, even asshole. Like I used to have manners. I still hold the door for people, but I still do. I hold it for one person, and it seems like all of a sudden there's a stampede for the door. And nobody can reach out and grab the door for them fucking selves. I'm like my fucker, I was the first one in here. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's well, that's when you have to decide what are you doing things for. Mm-hmm. Are you doing things for? the general good the better of um your fellow human beings or are you doing them for thanks and recognition and gratification no i don't do it for thanks and gratification no i mean just in general I as, do it, as people i do it as i do it i th- i do it just i try to be a good person <laughs> And show common courtesies and like, I think holding the door for someone is like, hey, I respect your space and I respect you're here with me living. How you doing? I mean, a lot of people see it as you're allowing them to pass through your space. I won't hold the door for anyone ever again. I mean, the I guess I guess kind of what I was getting at was there was a there was a thing I was watching um, some brain thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I say it like it's <laughs> some brain thing, um, but no, I was talking about why we make certain decisions. Mm-hmm. Do we make certain decisions based upon? whether we think they're going to be for the betterment of us and those around us for just ourselves? Do we make those decisions for based upon personal gratification of knowing that you did something for others? Do you do it based upon a, uh, a want of thanks and appreciation for those that you do it for? Or do you just generally do it because you're part of something? You understand that you're part of something bigger than yourself. Sometimes I hold the door, though, because I don't like people being behind me. So I want to see who the fuck they are. Just out of curiosity, so I can hold the door so I can see who they are. So yours is more of a personal thing. Sometimes. Okay. 
I just don't like people behind me. But if you're in a public space, there's always going to be people, be people behind you. Yeah, I just kind of I like to be aware of who and all is around me, kind of a at all times. You never know when <laughs> shit's going to happen, so you you got to know when shit's going to go down. Yeah, like. <laughs> You know, you gotta be careful these days. You gotta, too. you do, and I mean, you gotta see if there's a motherfucker that's just looking all shady, shady, and yeah. And if I see some <laughs> white dude that's looking, just but I'm getting away from him. Like, yo, um, there was a uh, who was it? Somebody was talking about um, is uh, is Me Too still effective? No. I think it's become the water cooler joke. Can it still be effective? I think it can if it gets back to its core, its core cause. Has okay? Has it changed the way that we behave? Mm, I think it's made from being in a corporate environment. Mm-hmm. Uh. I would say it's kind of brought out more of the dickhead dudes of the office. And now you can kind of see who's a piece of shit right up front. So you think you think it's made guys who are going to act that way no matter what? And when I say act that way, I'm saying it in a very, very lighthearted manner. So me two people don't yeah. come for me. Fuck you. Um, what I'm saying is guys who act in a manner that, um, would be a, a case for somebody to report them, uh, mm-hmm. for whatever range, whatever range of behaviors that may cover. Um, do you think those guys have now taken that and you said made it a punchline, uh, like would say something and be like, Oh, I don't want to get me too that's exactly is that, what's is that kind of what you mean that's exactly what's happened with it and um i i think it's it's more of the more people that i see do it are the generations above me um the older that, guys yeah okay and that is what i've heard is oh I don't want to get me too and it's like those are the guys that you already know got like 20 me too bodies in a closet mm-hmm <laughs> <laughs> like you wonder how many corporations had that. I don't. I don't mean that, and I don't mean that in a morbid way of saying they've killed, literally yeah. killed people. I'm no. talking about just they have twenty Me Too cases mm-hmm. <laughs> at least in their history in their past. Yeah, and and I mean, I'm sure I just did if, it myself. If you dig deep enough into anybody, you'll find a Me Too movement that's happened to everybody, no matter what they identify as. Mm. How about, um, I honestly find, um, and I have a lot of, uh, gay friends, but I find a lot of, um, gay men overly aggressive towards, um, people they know that are straight. Recently. Oh, like, like and more, always like have more been, so? always have been, okay. but even um, so, I've it's kind of ironic when I see it because of that to me takes away from the Me Too movement as well. Like you 
doing that knowingly that people are straight, like flirting with them or like, let me see your dick, you know, like shit like that. Like, damn. Yeah. Well, you know, I fuck, I've been to bars around here. I've heard that very clear, like people like, dude, I'm oh, straight, I was like, I was like, please tell me motherfuckers is not in the office. Like, let me see your dick. Yeah. What? No, 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 no. Like, yeah, no, nah, hell no. So I think you, it's, you take away from, you take a, 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 you take away a big portion of the movement when you're doing those acts yourself. And, um, it's just kind of ironic to see it. All right. But do you think that, um, no, I'm getting it. If it's much shit for this, I know you definitely are. You kind of fucked yourself up there. I did too, but we're gonna power through because we're we're idiots. We're just um, two regular guys. Two regular guys. All right, I'm not super woke. Um, what we are? Can you really be woke on everything though? What I'm well, no, you can't because you only have one perspective, and that perspective is like broken down into so many different parts. Are you? A male? Are you a female? You know. I mean, technically, can you be? Do you? Can you be? Are you ultra woke all the way woke? I mean, no, you can't. You, you can't. cannot. And not live in this society. Because this no is the way. thing. This is the thing. I cannot ever see the world through the eyes of anybody else other than myself. Whatever myself is comprised out of, whatever yourself is comprised out of, that's the only way I can ever see the world. Mm-hmm. Now, I can identify with other people who have, may have a similar outlook on the world as myself. Mm-hmm. I, I can identify with other people of color. I can identify with other men. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, there are these certain cross sections that we all have. But no matter what, you're still going to see the world as your perspective. So nobody can ever fully understand what it's like to be someone else. Mm hmm. And that's why I say, no, you can't. There's nobody who can ever just be like ultra woke. That's, that's a dumbass phrase anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, there's just, I don't see it. Like, sometimes you just kind of let people be who they are. And you got to let people show you who their true colors are. How about don't show me shit? How about show yourself? That's what I mean. Like, you know what I mean? You, like, don't show me shit. Don't show. No. Don't don't do nothing for the sake of another no. person. Show Be yourself. You. Exactly. Go do you. Be you, and people are going to accept you for you, and people aren't going to accept you for you, whether they're scared or whatever the fuck that reason is. Why? Why try to just fuck them? I mean, it goes back to kids growing up and letting them be themselves, right? You know, um, if you. You restrict somebody from being who they are. Mm-hmm. They they can't hold. That's not something you can hold in. Mm-mm. It's gonna go out. You know what I mean? It's gonna spill out. And the longer you restrict somebody, mm-hmm. the harder it's gonna spill out when it comes out. Right? Yeah. So <clears throat> while I was going back to uh, what we were talking about earlier with you know double standards, you cool. You don't. I get it. One hundred percent, I get it, and this is where this is where it comes in. Where I can't be super woke because I can't identify with having a daughter. Yeah, right. So I get it. You don't want to feel like no other man is out there 
taking advantage of your daughter in the way you know a man can. Mm-hmm. Right? But if you deny her the ability to make that decision on her own, mm-hmm. you've essentially made it for her by showing her that as soon as she gets out the house, that is a normal thing that happens. Mm-hmm. And so when she gets put in that situation, she may not be of the right mind sometimes to make a right decision, right? You know what I mean? Depending mm-hmm. on you know what situation it is, you oh, know, yeah. been partying, drinking, whatever the case may be. Oh yeah, I did it. And so you're, she's going to default to whatever's normalized. Yeah, it's normal that I be here drunk and this guy take advantage of me. It's normal that I should let him do it. I'm not saying that. That's that's what everybody, you know, if you did not deny your daughter going to a party that she's going to end up, you know, what I mean? no, no, that's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is, is the more you restrict somebody from doing something they're curious about or something that is within their character, their personality, whether you like it or not, as their parent, mm-hmm. if you restrict that. It can manifest itself way worse later on down the line. And so if we want to be the parents that actually nourish and help our children develop into the best adults that they can be, Mm -hmm. sometimes that comes with something that doesn't feel too good to us in our gut. Oh, yeah. It's a a thin line. It's a very thin line. Because also at the end of the day, you can't tell nobody how to raise their kids. No. And no, nobody's going to ever agree on, I mean, your view of the world is going to determine how you try to raise your kids, too. I mean. Right. Exactly. My view of the world, you know, <laughs> is going to be different from any other person's view of the world. Just like I just said, <laughs> um, I just try to prepare my kids for the world mm-hmm. as much as I possibly can. Yeah. Uh, so the last thing I wanted to discuss, speaking of um, preparing <clears throat> your kids for the world, mm-hmm. um, Vanessa Bryant, mm-hmm. she's got a real beef. And I'm with her one million, trillion percent. Yep. I was just reading that like, ugh, disrespect my motherfuckers. Right. You know, they didn't do it for no casework. Um, Those pictures would have been worth millions. Catch catch the people up on it. On so, kind of what's going on with that. A total of eight sheriff deputies took pictures of Kobe Bryant's plane uh, helicopter crash. Right. And text. Like immediately, like during mm-hmm. the during, immediate aftermath. Yeah. Yeah. Soon as they first responders. And they did not include them in part of their investigation. So they kept them for personal gain. That's sick. That's absolutely sick. No, it's disgusting. And so she has a lawsuit going. Is that correct? Um, I think so. I think she's 
started. Thought I saw some kind of action. Um, her and attorney demanded answers for unauthorized sharing of crash scene photos. Okay, maybe that's what it was. Uh, she sued the Island Express helicopters. They filed suit against them. Oh, yeah, I knew about that one. Mm-hmm. So the um, the photos, how did they, did they get out online anywhere? Or did they just share them amongst them and their, and certain people? Um, they have been shared in, they have been shared both internally and externally by law enforcement. Okay, so they, they hadn't posted them online. They'd just been sharing them with amongst themselves and other people outside the department. Mm-hmm. Sick. It's ridiculous. They shared them with TMZ. Oh, uh, fuck. A deputy trainee thought he could impress another patron by bragging how he was in possession of the photographs. A nearby bartender, according to DMZ, TMZ, overheard the conversation and then filed an online complaint with the sheriff's department. Yo, after all this Kobe shit, mm-hmm. I don't even know if I can, if I, if I can even acknowledge TMZ is. I don't know, even like remotely not evil. Well, they were they're associated with the uh, Harvey Weinstein. Really. Yeah, they were started by him, weren't they? I don't know. I it's, a, it's a Weinstein company, isn't it? Oh, shit. That's, well, that explains a lot. Speaking of Harvey Weinstein, he's got another trial coming up, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. That's fucking, he already got, so he got found guilty on two of the four charges he was facing in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, Not the ones they needed to convict him on, but. And that was the, um, was it uh, something about being a sexual predator? And was it first degree rape or? I know they found him, they found him guilty on the two lesser charges. Um, this is. But now he has to go back and face trial in uh, Los Angeles, I believe. Yeah. God, you can't pull up anything about his connection with TMZ. <laughs> it's like nothing but all these suicide fears. Oh, why did what has he got on Clintons? <laughs> he got some on the Clintons. If he's talking about suicide, that well, was the Clintons who put that there. He ain't thinking about no suicide. <laughs> the he, do you think he'll get the Epstein treatment? He should. Does he have Epstein-like information? I wonder. I doubt it. You you don't think you don't think Harvey Weinstein, like the one of the most powerful guys in Hollywood, he didn't have like some list of famous other famous people or powerful people that you know he probably said, hey, you know, come over here and. You know, da, da da da, and I'll let you uh, have sex with uh, last year's best supporting actress. Oh yeah, I'm sure he does. 
You don't think he had some type? I mean, no. I'm, I'm, this is all allegedly. I'm just saying. The uh, it's not even allegedly. I'm making this shit up as I go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't even I can't even say allegedly on the shit. Um, no, I mean he. You don't think he had some type of connection, um, to some rich and powerful people who were probably into some of the same type of shit that he was. Or even worse shit, like kinky mm-hmm. shit, like nasty shit, mm-hmm. fucking, but illegal, fucking abusive shit, something. I think they all run in, a, they run in packs together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think like when you're, when you're rich and when you're like that level rich, that level powerful, I think they all run in packs together um, in some way, you know, that are into that type of shit. So I don't know. But once again, you see what money does to people. Uh, mm-hmm. You got anything else? No, I'm high as shit. <laughs> All right, uh, random shout outs. Mm-hmm. Anyone we offend? Fuck you, I'm kidding. No, no shout outs. No, sh- no shout outs to, to nobody? Um, you gotta give some, gotta get some random shout outs. Random shout outs to uh, people have shitty jobs. They get up and go to fucking work every day. They get up and keep on grinding because they know that eventually it gets better. So, so we're told. I feel that. Uh, random shout out. Um, let's see. God, now I'm in this wormhole with heart. Weinstein. <laughs> you stuck on that shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, random shout out to all the doctors uh, out there throwing they, throwing themselves in uh, literally in front of the uh, yeah the coronavirus. Uh, Definitely shit. Random shout out to, to all the docs. Indeed. You know what? I got an idea too. And so, uh, if you're still listening to this at this point. <clears throat> Out of all this bullshit we just put you through, um, you know, some of y'all probably not gonna listen to us anymore. <laughs> um, uh oh, the I got an idea, and I want to throw this out there. And if you don't take anything else from this podcast, um, <clears throat> let's throw this out there as an idea to uh, any of the presidential candidates, specifically maybe Bernie. So it's out there, Bernie. Maybe Bernie's already thought of this. I don't know. Maybe I'm not the first person to think of this. Maybe I just think I am. Maybe I'm just that high. Mm-hmm. But how about this? Instead of saying free college, you know, tuition, mm-hmm. let's only make it for like doctors. If you want to become a doctor in the United States of America, mm-hmm. you can do so tuition free at any public college in America. Fucking socialist. No, 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 listen. And if we want Medicare for all, Mm -hmm. and we want to figure out how to pay for it, Mm -hmm. how about all of the doctors who graduate this program must do 10 years in a state hospital that provides the free health care. Mm-hmm. 
So you can still have your private universities who charge tuition. You can still have your private hospitals who take your private health care. But then we have state schools who give tuition free doctors, surgeons, anything in the healthcare industry, right? Mm-hmm. Administrators, all anything that ties to the healthcare industry, right? Mm-hmm. Tuition free. Then they all give you 10 years in a state hospital. And after, let's say, five years, mm-hmm. they still have to complete their full 10 years no matter what. But after five years, they can open up their own medical practice on the side if they would like as well. Mm-hmm. Right. So it still gives people an option to keep a certain type of health care if they want to. Or it also takes care of everybody else who do, who wants like the Medicare for all type shit. You know, if you have student loan debt in America, if you go work for a nonprofit for 10 years, they forgive your student loans. So there you go. And most people do not know that, but that is so game. We do that. That takes care of allowing people to pursue a higher education, mm-hmm. getting the country more doctors, mm-hmm. um, taking care of all of our population healthcare wise, and still allowing people to keep if they're the other way if they would like so as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's a win win situation. <laughs> Like I said, after five years, these doctors can go on and start their own practice. They still must complete their full 10 years uh, at the state hospital. And we pay them a modest salary to do so. I mean, like a modest, I don't want to say a modest salary. I'm not talking about like a teacher salary, which should be more. Yeah. But I'm talking about, you know, a, a modest salary for a doctor. Let's say, you know, uh, what what is the average of a doctor making across the country? We pay doctors that. Yeah, but that's you got to go. You're getting college for free. You got to depend because what type of doctor there is. There's too many. That's way too broad. You can have general practice doctors, surgeons, specialists, all these different things in the medical field that we have to sit here and wait months to go in and see because there's only one of them for 350 mile radius. But there's mental health care, mental health care, all of those, all those things, anything in the medical field. But I'm saying, should they get paid the same amount as a brain surgeon? The average of their field. Oh, okay. All right. I think it works. Glad we cleared that up. (laughs) Uh, All right. Shout out to um, shout out to highway patrol officers. Mm -hmm. Shout out to highway patrol officers. Because I know these motherfuckers be out there stealing people's drugs on the side of the highway getting blazed as shit. And I respect that game. All the other shit they doing, fuck off. Longtime Portland music promoter Mike Thrasher has died. Damn, R.I.P. Mike Thrasher. He founded Mike Thrasher Presents in 1994 and helped establish Portland as a touring destination for punk metal and hip hop acts. Rest in peace. Well, a lot of people will be sad about that one, maybe. Yeah. Well, don't take off, maybe. Sure. Well, a lot of people will be sad about that one. He uh, 
helped establish Portland as a touring destination for underground punk, metal, and rap acts, has died according to multiple social media reports. He was only 48 years old. Damn, that's, that's way too young. That's crazy. Wow. All right, well. He uh, <clears throat> took over the Hawthorne Theater as owner in 2005. Oh, man. Well, we uh, shouted out to uh, Mike Capes earlier. Um, let's go ahead and close it out. I think there's something yeah. a little bit... Uh, a little bit uh fitting. We're going to we we're going to close it out with a little bit of my capes. Uh this is Black Pearls. Uh see all y'all next week. Not deep enough. Not beef with us. How can we be touched? The hatred stems from envy. My hair reaches for the heavens, melanin reflection of deep roots, and hate is confused with reverence. My intellect is heaven sent, as music that drips from my pores. Furthermore, the lack of what I have is that which they abhor. Black woman, my anatomy is bait for jealous eyes. These things I have inherently, they will not recognize the things that we can conquer with features of this size. Sisters, we can move mountains with the power of thick thighs. Not to mention love between black people is nurtured by ancestral ties. Disposition towards the best, but to connect, we made great strides. Living amidst the struggle makes black love larger than life. Black woman, my expression is effortless and unadulterated. Our radiates from me naturally cannot be replicated. The creativity I've had since birth cannot be concentrated. Black expression, unlike black aggression, credit goes unstated. For the world loves to trample and adopt what we've created. Then call it urban or exotic. The work of black women is erotic, and if blackness is the topic, they'll work to stop it, then adopt it. Change the name, proceed to cop it, take the picture, and then crop it. Check the aesthetic of those around you and tell me from where they really got it. Black woman. You are beautiful. Plenty pain inside your eyes when they get mentioned Using makeup for disguise and you would die to get attention Cause the pride that you supposed to have been murdered by the media You fighting for your inner peace, they only want a piece of you I understand the social pressures of acceptance You don't want to be alone and you don't want to feel neglected You don't want to be a clone but you don't want to feel rejected Understand that you're a queen, you take the throne and they're respected Don't you worry about complexion, you will kiss by the sun before you shine like one Don't let no sucker disrespect it, I'm your brother, your reflection I'm your cover, your protection, probably make a group of grown men shudder in your presence it's your essence, you should celebrate the win I put this message in the pen and hear your melanated skin Girl, you're beautiful I feel your pain, girl, yes I do I feel your pain, girl, yes I do I feel your pain, girl, yes I do Yes I do, yes I do don't change a thing, don't change a thing You're beautiful just the way you are You are a queen, you are a queen Embrace every flaw, every scar, but more Don't change a thing, don't change a thing You're beautiful just the way you are You are a queen, yeah You are a queen, yeah, yeah I can tell God took his time when he made y'all That brown skin sunshine when the rain falls far from the usual A queen beyond suitable, strong-willed and beautiful Curls to your cuticle it's something about the presence of a melanated woman That keep a brother hooked and coming back for more Fine, she can rock a flat iron to a panther fro Divine by design from the mind to the soul She the backbone of the black home on the
the front lines when it's crunch time, even if it's one time putting bullets in our dome. You never see a black woman fall. So honor her like your mama, I love her like she your sister. Hug her before you miss her. Our women be going through it in this cold world. They hold us down, it's time to raise them up. You're perfect how you are, don't ever change it up. Baby girl, you're beautiful. I feel your pain, girl, yes I do I feel your pain, girl, yes I do I feel your pain, girl, yes I do Yes I do, yes I do Don't change a thing, don't change a thing You're beautiful just the way you are You are a queen a queen, embrace every flaw, baby, scar, more. Don't change a thing, don't change a thing. You're beautiful just the way you are. You are a queen, yeah. You are a queen, yeah, yeah. Don't change a thing. I feel your pain, girl. Yes, I do. I feel your pain, girl. Yes, I do. I feel your pain, girl. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Don't change a thing, don't change a thing. You're beautiful just the way you are. You are a queen, you are a queen. Embrace every flaw, baby, scar, more. Don't change a thing, don't change a thing. You're beautiful just the way you are. You are a queen, yeah. You are a queen, yeah, yeah. Don't change a thing.